Welcome to the Liberty Experts Podcast, where all your liberty questions are answered, discussed, and debated by experts. Now, here are your liberty experts, Tim Moen and David Birnbaum. Hey, Tim, how's it going? Hey, David, it's going great. I have uh, recently written an article, <laughs> yeah. The Cure for Conservative Impotence. And yeah. the thesis of this article, David, is that the problem with conservatives is that they have this they start with the same premise as the liberals which is in a crisis we need government and um this is why they're so bad at defending liberty and why the government always grows under them and why they're progressives driving the speed limit as michael malice said or uh, as one observer uh said back in the 1870s american conservatism uh American conservatives are just uh, the shadow following radicalism to perdition. And so conservatives have always been this way. I think we've talked about this a little bit before on the show about how conservatism, how conservatives conserve nothing. But uh, I think I, I nailed something in this article when I when I um, explored the premise that it's because they have the same assumption as a liberal. So what if conservatives do conserve something but what they conserve is the liberal order so right. conservatives well, exactly come right. like conservatives come behind to conserve a bare minimum of the state that's already yes. been established they don't care at all they refuse to try and reduce the state they conserve the state as it is yeah so they, they don't conserve, they're trying to conserve whatever uh the progressive um uh establishment was five to ten years ago right that's that's they they're just holding on to that um and this is because they don't have a sound political philosophy or set of principles that they're operating from they're it, it's an instinctual thing we don't want this to get away from us they're they're it's not instinctual they, no it's not okay well i don't i think if you believe in instincts then though you can't like that's the issue is if it's 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 learned behavior right they think yes. that this is the good thing to do but the question is why do they think that why don't they sort of fight for liberty right because they for some reason they're pro less government they're pro like i don't quite get the conservative position exactly of like the the, the pro argument in current conservatism because they don't seem to be pro anything like they're just sort of let's well, they're anti-left and i think historically right, but... they've always kind of been anti-left um and and but anti-left isn't the same as having uh, a principle that you're operating from right um but and... when did when did conservatives stop having some concern with liberty because they used to have some right the Repub republican party used to have more than it does now I don't know if the Conservative Party of Canada ever did, but they used to at least sometimes care about liberty, I think, or else what other principles did they used to have? They used to have some, I, right? Yeah, I think, Maybe? I, think they, I think they still value liberty, but I don't think that's their primary objective. I think their primary value is something like order or stasis or something like that. Um, oh, it could and, be and, order. Yeah. And, and so liberty is, uh, is a value they hold, but it's, it's 
further down. And so this is why they're willing to suspend liberty in a crisis. This is why, for example, Aaron O'Toole, when he was running for leader of the Conservative Party, said uh, when the when this pandemic looked like it was about to hit, it's, said it's time to put Canada on a war, war footing. In other words, suspend all these liberties and do that. And this is why Conservatives are now saying it is mm. now time for a plan to reopen. Now it's the time for a plan to reopen. It wasn't six months ago. It wasn't a year ago. And a plan a plan to reopen why, why just open thing re yeah yeah and that's right. what i tweeted out i said look you don't need a plan to stop raping assaulting murdering you just stop you, you just stop. don't do it yeah and um and then i made some comparisons because there's been two conservative populists that have kind of broken away from the conservative party one is obviously max bernier and the other one is this guy derek sloan and i just pointed out that look even these populists who are still conservative aren't aren't uh, still by the same premise that we need government in a crisis because bernier mm. if you look at his climate policy for example it says um it says there, there's no evidence that uh climate change is catastrophic which is a fair point but then he goes on to say therefore we don't need uh climate change policies right right therefore he might as well say well if it is catastrophic then we do need right uh, climate change then we do need the government to do something so, and my, my point is look if you believe in liberty you would say if climate catastrophe is coming liberty is even more urgently needed than ever because that's what will get us out of it right the and, and i'll just say derek sloan does a similar thing with vaccine passports he says well health canada says that these vaccines don't even stop the spread of the virus so therefore we shouldn't have vaccine passports there because these vaccines don't stop the spread anyways they just and, stop the symptoms right 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 and but now the point is okay well what if evidence comes out tomorrow that they do stop the spread now are you in favor of vaccine right. passports uh and of course they're probably going to stop the spread and the evidence seems to be mounting up that they will stop the spread but uh so so he so this is the my point that conservatives undermine their own own argument by by defending liberty on the shoddiest of grounds mm -hmm. and i went on in the article to say that if you find yourself debating facts like covid fatality rates or vaccine efficacy and safety or 9 11 was an inside job or the government is run by a bunch of adrenochrome uh, addicted pedophiles or any of these things that quite often people are i see arguing to to defend liberty uh yeah. defending liberty on the shoddiest of grounds you might as well say if the facts i'm saying here are false then obviously we need government intervention and uh you know so so this was kind of a call for conservatives to be to to embrace and understand the actual <laughs> principles of liberty and defend it on those grounds rather than these shoddy grounds which basically hand your enemy all the ammo they need to defeat it because now all they have to do is say oh COVID is much more fatal than you said they're conservative the evidence is clear or these vaccines actually work conservative so <laughs> therefore your your arguments are, are your conclusion so is false there's two different things that are interesting that i think come back to sort of my, my objectivist-ish approach or how I think objectivism would deal with this versus uh, like your approach. Because even the way your list of things that it's stupid to argue about, I agree with the list, but even to combine the two types it's of arguments- It's not stupid to argue about those, but it's, it's wrong to combine it with an argument for liberty or to make your- Right, but if, so- If you're arguing for liberty, don't argue about COVID facts, argue about the principles of liberty. Right, but you, you combined two types of arguments there, which I think weakens your ability to advocate for liberty. Because you, okay. you, you listed a couple of things that 
were like actual things people worth discussing, right? Okay, the COVID numbers are important to know, not in terms of liberty, but just like it's important to know these things generally. And like someone should think about them versus 9-11 was an inside job. The, the government's like the conspiracy theory stuff. So even to talk about those two things in terms of they're on equal, as if they're on equal footing of what you shouldn't waste your time thinking about, it's, I don't think you should hold those as equal. And if you talk about those as equal to someone, like I've been advocating to my family that the rising number of cases per day doesn't matter. Like, I don't care when they give me this information. Right. right. But if I'm trying to convince them and then I also say, yeah, you sound like someone who says 9-11 is an inside job. I'm not saying you're saying that, but like it's important to totally to take apart those two things. And but one other thing. One other response is with respect, with respect to the objectivist position is you're sort of saying you're not offering a positive vision. You're saying what the conservatives offer isn't a positive vision. What the liberals are doing clearly isn't a positive vision. What we need is liberty, less government. Yeah. But whether or not you agree with the principle as a whole, at least in terms of persuasion, the average person thinks government should be doing something. And what the objectivist position put forward is here's exactly and only what the government should be doing, right? And so it's still something hold on, to hold on to. It's not, oh, the government shouldn't do anything. We just need more liberty. Just stop doing things. It was like, no, here, like, and they put forward, here's what South Korea did well. Here's what Taiwan did well. Here's what I think Sweden did well. They each got one thing right. If we would have done the three things they did like this, that's what the government should do. And so it's still like a positive message. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't know how well it would spread or something, but it, it is a different approach that's still like advocating for pro government, right? But objectivists are pro limited government, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I can't hear yeah, you. I, I, you can't hear me. Check the one, two, three, check one, two, nothing. Hey, eh? uh, hold on here. Let's see, H6, okay, it says I have sound coming through. Let me try switching this up. Can you hear me now? Try again. Now? Yeah, I can hear you now. How about now? Can you hear me? Yeah, okay. yeah. There's a bit of static though, before it was better when you said it the first time. Weird, okay, hold on, let's see. Check one, two. I'll go, I'll go back to my AirPods in here. Does that sound better? Yeah, I mean it's 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 AirPods, but there's not like consistent static, so it's lower quality, yeah. but it's it's fine. Okay, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I agree with you that you know quite often we need to have a positive vision because it, you know it's kind of like atheism or something like that, right? Like atheism doesn't is just refuting bad arguments for a god or something like that. It's not really telling you what you ought to do; it's saying what you ought not to, and that's yeah. one of the inherent problems with uh, libertarianism too is that it's just like well you, you shouldn't be evil okay well what should you do then what's right. the good what's the good and that, that's a fair point uh but you know i also think about abolitionists and they didn't necessarily argue about um uh you know like th they were asked to explain how the cotton was going to get picked and what's going to happen with these black no, people but that's themselves but they stuck with the moral argument that look slavery is wrong but it wasn't slavery is wrong. It was that like man's man has rights. These men deserve rights. It wasn't 
oh, right. just slavery is wrong. It was these, oh, right? There was still, we are giving these people this thing. These people deserve this thing. It's not just stopping something, right? We're still like aiming at something. We're aiming at a place where this group of people has this thing. Either you want that or you don't, right? And if you right. don't want these people to have this thing, then then we're, we have a big freaking issue, right? Right. And, and yeah, but it's, well, again, it's, well, it's what, a positive I do, vision. I, I, I do kind of paint a positive uh, vision towards the end of the article because I, I talk about how these institutions are, are, are in danger of collapsing under their own weight in the near future. And rather than the great reset that Klaus Schwab and the, all these progressives envision where we own nothing, have no privacy, and are super happy in this utopia, I say we ought to be uh, painting a vision where, uh, re re considering a reset where we have a vision where we separate the state and nearly everything else and rebuild a system that doesn't collapse under its own weight, that is has enshrined uh, first principles like property rights in it. And, um, you know, so I, I do think I offer somewhat of a... Uh, a vision, but yeah, it, you know, it, yeah. Is, it, it is one of the tricky things about liberty is that it, it most of it has to do with what the government shouldn't be doing and what you know, and and then no, but people. It's the issue is you have to get people to understand why the government shouldn't be doing that, right? If you just say they shouldn't be, then yeah. and, it and, doesn't and matter. No, no. I, well, the points I'm making is that quite often we resort to stories of oppression of how evil this is and how this shouldn't right. happen what we need to do is, is find stories of here's here's someone flourishing in a state of liberty and here's how great liberty can be and um you know that that's a little bit of a trickier enterprise but i think that's a, a fair point that that libertarians um it's a it's amazing to, to me sorry no, no, go ahead it's amazing to me how um like for so much, Canada gets influenced by the U.S., right? The U.S. media, we hear nothing about their, but their politics and all of this stuff. Yet somehow the U.S. is way opening up way quickly and Canada is still totally locked down, right? I would have thought that the same impact the like American culture had on, the U on Canada in other ways, like right. how are Canadians... Are they just not, they just have no clue how free the States is? They have no idea how much life can get it back to normal or in well, here's Korea what we know about or in Taiwan, right? right. Here's, what, like, here's what we know about What is the, the media selling people? Here's what we know about the States, David, from the media in Canada. They're a bunch of idiots who are gun nuts running around killing each other. They are spreading the virus everywhere and, and look at how many people are dead because of all the freedom they have. That's, what, that's why we fixate on the States. It's because... Uh, we like to think about how, how much better we are than them because we don't have all of these problems that the news that we get fixates on. And um, I think it makes us feel better about ourselves or something like that. But uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> again, the, the media fixating on all the negatives rather than imagine if those cameras were point. Well, I mean, one thing that just people have been spreading like wildfire up here, people that love freedom anyways, is that iconic picture of uh the texas rangers stadium there filled with fifty-five thousand people and going like holy shit is that ever a picture and a, 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 that says more than a thousand words of this is what freedom could look like we've forgotten that this is everyone's just going nuts about it because 
and it, it's something that happened occurred regularly over a year ago that we wouldn't have thought twice about and now everyone's like holy shit that's what freedom looks like that's what i want so that's hopefully some of the, i just got the, goosebumps yeah yeah it, no honestly uh, i went to i i mean vegas and nashville aren't the best places but it was like nuts to be somewhere and just like because i was i mean i avoided the lockdowns as i could but we've been locked down for like a year right and i came to the u.s i went to vegas and it was like holy shit, there are people around. People are just living their lives, right? Like, it's a totally different... When I was in Toronto, it was like everyone was, like, slunked, slinked away. Like, people didn't do so, anything. And it was like, oh, it just felt good to be around people living their lives. And, like, we're all, like... Yeah. It was, and people totally forget. We're so isolated. We're so, like, trod down. It's crazy. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Well, that's all I wanted to, to talk about was... Um, you know, how, how can we bolster our arguments? How can we be more effective at advocating for liberty? Because, um, you know, we really need to up our game here going forward. All right. Thanks, Tim. Thank you.